the deal is just a wonderful film and and uh the idea sprung from from you somali it did thank you tony um we're so happy to be here with you uh it did i am um kind of still beside myself that we made a film that that honors how fiercely my mom loved me in real life and uh that was she was my guiding she was my north star through the whole process and it is such a a touching film in that way because it's all about uh the sacrifices people make for family um emma was that on the page when when you read the uh the, the script for the first time a hundred percent um and the script uh that i got when we when we were doing when we were in the audition process was actually very different to what we ended up shooting but both scripts had that in spades completely and that the, the mother-daughter relationship was always the most important part of the story from day one uh, emma um, i have to yeah. ask you i have to ask you this because it, it, there's something about your performance that reminds me of of uh, of a singing performance. Does music play a part in you putting together characters and 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 in your acting? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm not a singer, definitely not. Um, but I do. I, I sort of make a playlist for each of my characters. Um, so I guess music does come into it, and. Um, I do have a musical background. I've got a dance background and a musical background. So I suppose musicality plays into it sort of automatically, but also it has to be said that the dialogue that was written had such a beautiful flow to it that in, that in itself felt like a, you know, a song actually, like the, 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 the conversations that Tala and Alan have, they, they just bounce back and forward so naturally like like it would in a kind of fresh kazan kind of way. Um, yeah, yeah and yeah. I wanted to I wanted to comment on that, uh, uh, Somali. It, it, it's really written like a a beautiful seventeenth century uh, poem. I mean, the oh. dialogue wow. the dialogue flows so well in this. I, I so appreciate you saying that, uh, and I gotta say, kudos to our writer Sean Prezant. Um, yeah. You know, part of the reason uh, I chose to work with Sean on this is that he actually knew my mom mm. when she was alive. She passed away uh, nine years ago, but he actually knew my mom. And so because he knew us and saw us interacting, there's literally so much about my relationship with my mom, everything about the way we loved each other, the way we argued, the way I got mad at her. You see that on screen. Um for example, in the beginning, uh, one of those opening scenes where uh, Annalyn and Tala are talking and this, we're like five days away from Tala's processing date when she has to die. Um, it's literally taken from real life because when I was in high school, my mom uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer and she's she's a single mom, just like Tala. And I had no idea. I, I just didn't have the emotional maturity to understand how to deal with that. And so when she was going to go in for her mastectomy, I I just couldn't emotionally handle it. And um, I refused to go to the hospital and I disappeared. I just couldn't do it. This was my sole support system and I couldn't deal with what might happen uh, that she might actually die. And you see that literally in the movie where, you know, Annalyn gets mad at Tala for having, you know, for, for having to die. And then 
storms out and goes to parties with her friends. And it's literally <laughs> like so much of, um, yeah, so much of what my mom and I went through is, is on screen. But I think it's a universal theme where we, we all deal with our fears and, and grief so differently Yeah, um, that sometimes it looks like we don't care and we're a little callous about it, but it, we're, we're hurting very deeply. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you, 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 you see that too, because the relationship between a mother and daughter is something that's, that's so unique yeah. and it's, it, it may look, it may not look perfect on the outside, but the love, the love when it's there always shines. Yeah. And, and, and it is a unique relationship, um, but it's at the same time, incredibly relatable because all, you know, women on this planet are daughters um, regardless of whether they had a relationship with their mother or not. But I think every mother and every daughter could probably relate to some aspect of Tal and Alan's relationship. So I think it is quite universal in that way. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. And I think um, the chemistry between you two, was that from the get-go or did you guys work on it because it seems so natural? I don't think we did what we didn't have time. I don't think, yeah, I, I really feel like it was from the get-go. We did, yeah. we did some things as the as filming went on to I think kind of feed that. But at the beginning, you know, there were meals, we went shopping. Yes. Um, during production, we we did um, oh, this was one of my favorite, favorite memories was doing that that escape room. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Oh my god, yeah, that was fun. you know, that, that, was that fun. kind of stuff I think feeds into it, but I would, I want to say, you know, for both, I, I think Emma did an amazing, amazing job. And for both of us, this was like our first, right. This was our first kind of co-lead lead role for both of us. And it was nice. I mean, Emma's such a pro. We both brought our A games and I hope, you know, I was hoping that you would see that, that chemistry on screen. And it's nice. I appreciate you calling that out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's something you can't hide. I mean, either you have chemistry or you don't. And you really blew me away because uh, there there are moments where you know that suspension of belief happens and you just are sucked into this and yeah. and what a terrific dystopian story this is i mean it is it really is kind of a look at today you know uh, one of my mentors was rod serling and oh. rod honestly told me he said you could you could talk about anything you want as long as you do it in science fiction and then nobody can censor you and mm -hmm. I think this is really, a, a you know, we're looking at 21st century, you know, here. A absolutely. And I don't know if you knew this, Tony, we filmed, we, we I came up with the idea in 2017. Mm. We finished filming. We did our reshoots December of 2019. Wow. So literally, and thank God Dean Devlin pushed to be like, we got to get our reshoots done. Let's do them as fast as possible. And like we did them. December 2019, before we even realized what was on the horizon. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So our, um, our morbid joke in post was like, we we got to get this movie out there before it becomes a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have some kind of crystal ball uh, that uh, you need to rely on. Um, but but again, the, the drama in this in this movie it's is is tapered with with comedy there's 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 a lot of fun in this film too so i think 
you can't be human without having both sides the 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 you know the 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 drama masks the the tragedy and the and the joy well you can't survive in this cruel world without yeah. you know without having that a different perspective or having that sense of humor and i think that's one of the things i loved about emma's performance oh, yeah. and and why we cast her too because you 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 understood the comedy to it you understood you know and it's not like slapstick ha ha you know mm. it was, it's those moments that are sprinkled in throughout that make your character I think so charming and relatable and Emma for me as as a film critic and a reviewer and you know what I do knowing that somebody walked into to a character kind of knowing the whole character from the get-go uh, I use that word twice get-go um <laughs> is is really really very rare you think i think no i it is it's true to say that i found annalyn very easily mm-hmm. maybe because i just saw a lot of myself in her i guess i was maybe a little bit similar when i was a teenager i was also quite um stubborn and sarcastic and angry so i kind of i could relate to a lot of that in some ways and um she was, yeah, I, I just saw her on the page and, and um, it was a real kind of honor to play her, I guess. It sounds a bit cheesy, but that's what it felt like. Well, I, I feel it was an honor for us to watch her performance because it's, it's, as I said at the very beginning, before, you know, everybody entered, you are a hell of an actress and um, we have to see you do a lot more. I would like to do a lot more. <laughs> I'll call but then, you, you know, as Simala said, <laughs> then the pandemic hit. And things just went, and then we were all sat around in our homes for, I don't know, six months or whatever. So things are slowly starting to, you know, pick back up again. But, yeah. you there's something about you that I absolutely adore and love. It's the fact that you do a lot of voice work. And my my aunt was June Foray, who was the uh, uh, voice actress. Your aunt is June? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The voice of Rocky. I had no idea. I I thought I was doing my research before before meeting with you, but your aunt is yeah. June Foray. Yeah, or was she? She passed away at ninety three. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh. Uh, but so I watch voice, uh, voice, and I listen. And you have such a range. I mean, you do a lot of anime um, and, and all of that. But again, that has to inform what you do in front of the camera. Oh, absolutely. I think I always um, I always say my. I started off doing voiceover, but my voiceover work made me a better on-camera actor. And then at one point, on-camera acting made me a better uh, voiceover actor. And they're two, you know, I kind of refer to them as like, you know, one is like watercolor and one is acrylic. They're both painting, they're both <laughs> acting, but they're they're different mediums. And yeah, I, I, um, I think part of the reason why I want, I immediately set this uh, story in a sci-fi world because in my voiceover work, especially in video games, I'm so used to playing in that space and it feels so comfortable and natural for me as an as an actor. So as a storyteller, it, it just it it just naturally worked out that way. But I love that I love <laughs> that you understand voiceover and that oh, all my friends are voice voice actors and actresses. So you know Jess Hartnell and Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I just uh, I we all hang and do voices. It's odd. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Emma, uh, yeah. This is really a period piece. It's kind of you know a dystopian. Does does costuming play a part in in informing your character? 
Yes, I would say so. Um, and I think the simplicity of Annalyn's costume actually helped me because it didn't kind of get in the way of mm. anything. You know, it very much blended with the character and it didn't distract from her character. Um, and someone else asked me once, you know, how many, how many pairs of those trousers did you have? Because I only wear one pair of trousers for the whole film. <laughs> and I can, I can say that we did have three pairs. I didn't just wear one pair for the whole thing. Um, especially for the bit where we end up in the water. I mean, no spoilers, but where we end up in the water at some point. Um, there were quite a few quick changes that we needed to do. So we ended up having to, you know, go through all the items that we had. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, all three of them. All three trousers yeah. were used, and mm. now they're up on eBay, probably. Yeah, no, I don't know where they are. I hope uh, they can before, before we say goodbye, I mean, I have to also mention the musical score to this is just brilliant. Thank you. It um, it, it went through some iterations, but uh, I love I love where we I love where we got to as well. I, I think I think the score to me really reflects what we were doing too with the film. Um, you know, we took this intimate mm -hmm. mother-daughter drama essentially and wanted to set it in a big, you know, more commercial, more the, a big sci-fi world. And I think the score reflects that. You, you hear elements that are like, you know, really intimate, but there's mm -hmm. something about, there's something about it that feels, you know, kind of familiar to an American ear. You know, it's big sci-fi, it's, you know, dystopian, it's a big Hollywood movie, but we took a, we took a really small, intimate, compassionate view into, into that dystopian world. Well, and I think that's, that's, that's a brilliant way to do it. And, and you did mention Dean Devlin, uh, who I love and adore. What, what a brilliant mind he has. Amazing. We could not, um, we could not have done this without him. And he was he he and electric uh and his wife lisa mm -hmm. they were literally the first people that i wanted to bring the film to one uh, the script to once once we had it developed they were my first choice partners and um i was so lucky that they read it i think lisa really connected to it as a woman and she was really focused on uh what it said about you know and centering women in this world mm -hmm. and what they're going through and then dean of course brings such huge sci-fi world building experience and his, you know, being a veteran producer. Um, I think we were able to create, what I wanted to do was create something that hadn't been done in the dystopian sci-fi genre, you know, marrying it with that smaller intimate story. And um, he, yeah, I, he, he made, Electric made it better than I saw in my mind's eye in development. He's a great guy. My favorite memory of him was really early on, he, he was there for the prep week and for the first week of the shoot. And he is so supportive of, you know, his whole crew and his whole cast. And I just remember on like, I think day two or day three, we were in the blocks. And the first thing, you know, we all came on set. The first thing he said to us, you know, to Somali and me and Orshi, the director, they were like, here are my goddesses. <laughs> and he's just, you know, he, he just embraced us and really championed us. And he, he's, yeah, he, he's a champion of, you know, actors, his actors that he, he endorses. He, he's one of the only people in Hollywood that I truly believe you can shake his hand and that's a contract. I mean, he, he just is so honest and, and, and loving about this, this business. 
Um, I totally, totally agree. I mean, that's, that's part of the reason, you know, this is my first, this is my first script baby. And you don't want to, you don't want to hand it off to just anyone. You want to hand it off to someone who will take care of it in a way that, that, that Dean and Lisa did. And I'm, I'm so, so eternally grateful to them for that. Emma, I'm going to give you the last word. What do you think audiences are going to take away from watching the deal? Well, I think the fact that this was filmed before the pandemic, but has come out after the pandemic is, you know, I think film contagion, which is also about a pandemic skyrocketed in terms of viewership during the pandemic. So I think it's just become so much more relevant. And yeah, again, the mother daughter relationship, there's, um, there's not that many films made that tackle that relationship in particular. And especially not in sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, I actually had to really rack my brains to think of one. Uh, and the only one I can think of is actually a very recent one, which was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, wow. which was fabulous. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, in a very different way to the deal. Also, the mother-daughter relationship. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I hope people love it. I hope people watch it and love it. Um, I hope it brings... Joy. I don't know if it can be called joy, really, <laughs> but you know, it should be entertaining. You know, well, let's let's be real. Like we we here to this is entertainment. Yeah. But it's so I hope it's entertaining as well, and I hope people have a good hour and a half sitting in front of the TV with a glass of wine and uh, watching the story. I, I hope it brings up great conversation and mm. that people can just discuss and then hug your hug your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, thank you so much for uh, uh, for me taking up all your time this morning. I appreciate it. Not at all. It's our pleasure. Thank you, thank you so much, Tony.